This is a Shock Podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to The Art of Beauty. Hope everyone's been good and hope you've had a great start to the week. On this week's episode, we're going to be talking about our top 10 favorite eyeshadow palettes. And before we get started, I would like to introduce this week's guest. She's one of Malaysia's top creator queens, not just on Instagram, okay, but on YouTube as well. It seems like she's mastered it all and not in like a jack of all trades, master of none type of way, but she not only runs her own life, lifestyle brand, but she's also a boss woman in her own right. So it's Atisha Khan. Hi! Hello! Thank you so much for having me. Oh, no worries at all. It's so nice to meet you, finally. So nice to meet you as yeah, well. Yeah, I feel like we've been trying to set this up for like, it's been like a month and a half. Huh? Yeah, they're about. Well, we got the date, we locked it in. Yeah, we locked it in. Here. here we are. Exactly, exactly. So yeah, no, thank you so much for being here. <laughs> and um, yeah, I'm just really excited to, to talk to you about all this good, good stuff. So firstly, again, like I said, welcome back from Paris. How was it? <laughs> so I saw that you were working with Drunk Elephant and yeah. like, yeah, okay, my, my podcast is about, it's about makeup, but like I do love me some skincare as well, you know of what I'm saying? Of course, you gotta get good skin yeah, first. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You gotta start with the skin first, right? Otherwise, like your makeup's not gonna lay right. So yeah, yeah and saw, you have beautiful skin, Oh, girl. thank you so much. So do you, okay? Okay, Atisha's not wearing that much makeup at all, honestly, and her skin is like freaking flawless. So, but yeah, I was just wondering like, how's it, how's it working with Drunk Elephant? It was amazing. Yeah. When they chose to work with me, I was like, are you sure? <laughs> yeah, because it's like the drunk elephant. Yeah. It's not like drunk elephant Malaysia, Kappa. it's yeah, like the drunk elephant, right? Yeah. And they're so involved. The, yeah. Their global team is so involved in all the regions. Yeah. So when like they pick who to send PR gifts to, mm-hmm. they know. They approve it first. Yeah. yeah so yeah. like the fact that they chose me out of the, all the content creators there are, I'm still in shock. Yeah, like I'm really glad to have you here because uh, I know, like I said to you before, <laughs> I know that you're a makeup girl yes, and I, love makeup. I saw that you also had the opportunity to work with Tarte and Sephora yes. in August as well um, which is sick um, <laughs> so like I guess I just wanted to start off for a starter question like what does makeup do for you and like how does it make you feel is it like a creativity thing or is it just a great way to start your day like what does it do for you okay I think for the longest time I was quite like I have so many sisters. I have mm-hmm. seven. There are seven girls in my yeah. family, and in among everyone, I'm a little bit more on like the casa, like boyish. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that was how I was growing up, mm-hmm. and like the thing that like changed me a little bit. Not that I needed to be changed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the thing that like kind of made me a little bit more like girlier and like more into beauty and fashion and whatnot was makeup. Like it started with makeup because of YouTube. Right, 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 yeah, right. Because of the like videos I was watching and like the YouTubers that I was following and I started like being interested in makeup from there. Mm. And that is kind of like something that I will always I don't know. I think among everything. So um from like styling mm-hmm. to hair hair care kind mm-hmm, of like mm-hmm. hairstyling and makeup. I think the thing that I have nailed down a little bit more than the rest is makeup. Right, because it's the thing that I love the most. Mm. I think it's like no matter how you're feeling, no matter how how you look, mm-hmm. sometimes it's like just changing that bit can 
change your entire day and change your entire mood. Yeah. Oh so, yeah, no, I totally yeah. agree. So like would you say like you're in a way a late bloomer when it comes to makeup? Like which came first out of those three that you mm-hmm. just said, right, which was makeup? styling oh. and um, makeup for sure makeup was my first step ah okay yeah, right into right, like right. growing up and like i remember the first mascara i bought i, I remember the first eyeshadow that i had mm-hmm. i have, i bought i still have it right just because i don't use it anymore yeah yeah but it's it. like mems yeah, right? yeah i cannot get rid of it <laughs> yeah no exactly i feel like you never forget your first i'm exactly the same as well there are like there's some makeup products that i still have i'll never use cuz they're so freaking gross at this point <laughs> but like you still have it right because it's yeah. like oh my god it's like my first blush or yeah. like my first eyeshadow palette yeah. or whatever especially eyeshadow palettes though because it's mm-hmm. like the first big item that you buy. yeah no I totally agree mm. no I totally agree it's like a lipstick is like you know it gets in the mix a bit you can't yeah. forget which one but yeah, like, yeah yeah yeah, it's yeah like you palette. go for the like the same kind of colors eventually yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome awesome and like leading on from that actually like I saw in um one of your videos that you were you were pointing to a product and you said that it was going to make you make you fall in love with makeup all over again and like i love that because i'm the kind of person that whenever i discover something new or like even like when i revisit old stuff i find that i'm like oh my god i love makeup so much yeah. like it makes me feel happy i'm just yeah. like oh my god like i missed using that product or like i find something new and like i start talking about it so on this podcast i love talking about the fenty beauty ease drop Okay. foundation and like I keep talking yeah I'll yeah. never shut up about it I yeah, keep talking yeah, yeah. to people about it because I'm like again one of those products is it's the reason I'm like oh my god I love makeup so much like everyone needs to have this product yeah. like do you have a product like that where you're like oh my god I love it so much like I can't stop talking about it like I can't stop thinking about it I keep using all the time it's part of my favorites like hmm. I think it's a new discovery for me it's not a new product at mm-hmm. all it's the Estee Lauder foundation <gasps> the double wear double wear yes. oh my, i i feel yeah. you yes yes so yes I yes yes it, yes i was gonna do a campaign with them and uh-huh. i did it like i said i want to test it out first mm. see if it suits my skin see mm-hmm. if it suits me yeah and then we'll see how to angle it from there right and then when i tried it and i was just like blown away yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. it's such a good one. Oh, when did i start using it i started using it when i was in uni so about like Wow. Six years ago. Yeah, because like like you said, it's not a new product. But mm. then when I discovered it again, it wasn't a new product then either. Yeah, yeah. So um, when I first started using it, I was like, damn, this is a good one. Yeah. It's a good one. That's one that I feel like anyone who just needs something that works, if you just don't want to like bother with discovering something, da, 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 this is going to work for everyone. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, so on to my third question. I read in an interview, this this is something that actually spoke to me like mm-hmm. a lot. I read in an interview that you did with uh, Sunday Bedding. Okay. And you said that sometimes on your days off, you want to take the time out and like be on your own. Mm-hmm. And despite other personal family commitments that you have yeah I was just wondering if you could speak to that a little bit more because personally for me like I'm on my own journey of trying to be okay with being, being on, on my own yeah, I love and that. like being comfortable in my own yeah. silence honestly I think I have good days and bad days it depends mm-hmm. and I think it's a little easier to be on my own when I'm not in the country for some reason because you have your family and your friends like really close to you yeah so like for you to just like want to go to a cafe or something and just work on your own or just not not even work maybe just sit on your own yeah it's a little 
odd, I think. Like, people might think it's a little odd. And yeah. I always see this happens when, like, you're alone and everyone's, like, kind of worried about you and they don't even know who you are. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Are you sure you want to be here on your own? But I learned that from my dad. My father loves like, spending time on his own. He loves being with, like, his friends and his family as well. But he has time where he will just keep for himself so I love that and yeah. I want to be like that I think he enjoys his own company and that is so healthy and I've learned to do the same as well for myself like I think I, like, I'm now married so previously it's like I have my own room to myself mm-hmm. yeah so then but now I think my husband and I both have like we're on the same page with like having our own time right without, yeah like we're kind of similar in that sense okay so like he would have his alone time would be driving he loves driving mm-hmm. so he'll go on his little drive sometimes sometimes I'll join him sometimes I won't and that is his me time and for me my me time is the simple stuff like sitting down watching a YouTube video or mm-hmm. a new series or whatever it might be or not watching anything at all it, it can be as simple as just sitting down with no screens around me yeah yeah, yeah. and I love it I actually went um, solo traveling mm-hmm. First time ever I'd never gone On a trip Like yeah. on my own And I went to Copenhagen Actually wow. Yeah Not really But I, I chose Copenhagen Again because As a solo traveler Right You wanna You wanna be Safe Yes Exactly <laughs> As a female solo yes, traveler course, Right yeah. And Copenhagen was perfect Because Just in terms of safety It's like mm. Really good It's a It's a city But it feels very quaint At the same time Yeah And that was the first time That I was completely on my own and I remember the first day that um, when I got to Copenhagen I was like oh my god if I decide not to open my mouth for the rest of the week I don't have to <laughs> because like I'm not I'm not with anyone I'm not yeah, talking yeah. to anyone it was such an experience actually and like I completely understand what you say with like people look at you when you're in the coffee shop being like oh my god like is she okay yeah. like she's on especially her own especially here for some reason and I kind of felt that because there was a th- I love theme parks and when I was in Copenhagen um, there was a theme park there and I was like I want to go but like oh it was kind of lame like I'm so going to a theme park on my own yeah but then like I eventually like talked myself out of it mm-hmm. I'm like what is the problem yeah. actually I feel like I'm I don't know like I'm making it weird for myself mm-hmm. at the end of the day I love theme parks whether or not I'm with someone it shouldn't matter I'm still gonna have a good time yeah. and I feel some people get a little bit like scared or even intimidated when it comes to something like that I don't know why there's like the need to feel sorry for it because I yeah. think it's it's a great thing to be able to be on your own yeah. like, and enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. And again, I think a lot of people struggle with that. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh my God, like, I don't want to go watch a movie on my own. Yeah. Or like, oh, it sounds a bit sad. Like if I take a book and go to the coffee shop like on my own. Yeah. But like, also, it should be normal being able thing. to follow your own timing. Yeah. It's perfect, isn't it? Yeah. Like you don't have to check in with anyone being like, oh, are you on the way? Yeah. Where are you at? And like, if you feel like having pancakes... At lunch, you can do that. Yeah, you can do that. It's totally <laughs> fine. Yeah, no, I I love that. I love that. Okay, on to my last starter question. Okay. So prior to making podcasts, mm-hmm. I, I actually worked in social media marketing. So I've seen firsthand uh, the kind of effort that influencers, creators, I'm not sure how you like yeah. to define what you do. I, I've seen firsthand like the kind of effort that goes into your work Mm -hmm. um, which a lot of people I feel miss out on yeah the behind the scenes stuff in my opinion like isn't for the faint hearted I mean that's why I'm here now it didn't work out for me um, the social media kind of stuff because I just I realized 
how much went into it. And mm. I feel like a lot of people give, again, influencers, I'm putting that quote-unquote yeah. influencers, um, I feel like they get a lot of flack. Um, it's like, oh, you live such a high lifestyle, like, oh, blah, yeah. blah. But they forget the work that actually goes into it. Yeah. So, like, I was wondering, like, like, what's a misconception that someone has about you or just, like, about the influencer life in general yeah. and, like, the work that goes into it? Let's set the record straight. Even, like, for example, 9 to 5 jobs, like, just whatever is already accepted by people, right? Mm-hmm. Some people just think 9 to 5 jobs are just, like, some people people going to the office you might be doing work you might not be doing work Mm -hmm. and then you leave kind of thing so even that is probably a misconception as well yeah every job there is out there is difficult there is no job that is easy that's what i think yeah so like when we were talking about like what we studied in school Mm -hmm. uh, in university like i did law and business studies which is completely different than what i'm doing right now yeah i feel that Yeah. yeah but like and everyone's like wow that's so difficult but i'm like yeah but so is anything like my mm-hmm. my friend my really close friend she did she did dance mm-hmm. and that's difficult in a different way yeah yeah and like there's no one course that you can pick and it's like yeah that's easy she yeah. did it easy she took the easy uh, route yeah no no such thing i yeah. don't think so absolutely and like my assistant she studied languages she just said she knows french right how is th- i can never <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um, yeah so like for i think it goes the same way for jobs as well yeah like you can you can tell me that my job is so easy i have nothing to worry about i can travel anytime anywhere and you get all the best gifts yes you do i think with every job you get kind of perks and like i have some things that others might not but i also don't have things that others do Mm, yeah, yeah, that's a good way of putting it. I don't have the stability, for example. Yes, yeah. A lot of people like don't see it that way. Like influencers, you're essentially freelancing. You're freelancing all the time, yeah. and freelancing as a as it is, like it doesn't it doesn't guarantee that you have that job, that nine to five job, yeah. that pay that comes in every single month. Yeah. If you're not out there, if you're not putting your face out there, if you're not putting your name out there, if you're mm-hmm. not working hard enough, you won't get the jobs. It's just as easy as that because. Because when I took a break for exams, mm-hmm. like while I was having exams, I saw the number of campaigns drop. Right, and that right. Made, that scared me. Yeah. Knowing that that is all on me. Yeah. Like there is no way I will just sit back and be like, I can take three months off. I can take one month off. I can't even take a week off. Yeah. yeah, yeah like yeah. I took a week. The last time I took a week off was Raya. Well, ideal fit tree, by the way. Not yeah. Raya. Yeah, of course, like that's necessary. Love. But yeah. you're literally, you're essentially working. It's not nine to five, five days a week. No. You're essentially working like every day almost. Yeah. Is that a fair thing to yeah, say? Yeah, I would, I would say so. Like I arrived from Paris on Saturday mm-hmm. evening. And I was going to say that I just want to take a break from anything. Just like for a bit mm-hmm. then I realised that I had an event to go to yesterday mm-hmm. so I did that I went to that and then today I had like before this I had a fitting that was kind of last minute as well mm-hmm. so this is kind of like you gotta be ready otherwise you're not gonna be there for an event yeah yeah <laughs> like you, gotta, you want to do that you wanna grow and I wanna grow I know my aims I know my goals so I will put the work in but it's kind of sad to see some of it not get the credit but it's fine yeah I think that's fine I think I've grown a tough skin Mm. Um, I feel like you have to like yeah. entering social yeah. media for also, sure. Also, I've learned a lot from my sisters. They've gone through quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I see that, and I kind of know what to expect. Even though maybe I'm on the early stages of my career, mm-hmm. I kind of know what could happen. And 
you know, just learn from that. Yeah. yeah. Like how, I mean, that was actually like my last question, but now that you're talking, we're like really getting to the social media stuff. Like I don't have thick skin. So sometimes like when I see, because I don't have Instagram, I don't have Twitter. I actually got rid of like all of it yeah. because to me it was it was really affecting like my my mental health yeah i just felt like the space itself was quite toxic yeah and everyone's entitled to their own opinion mm-hmm. i'm not saying that they're not and yeah. like people can get really passionate i understand yeah. like how do you hack it because <laughs> like i don't i can't personally yeah. when it's about me mm-hmm. i'm fine i don't really see too much into it but yeah. when it's about my family when it's about the people who don't even have social media to begin with, like my dad mm. and my nephew, mm-hmm. ah, those things, they get to me. And they, those things, ugh, I cannot. Harmless little boy, for example. Yeah. He did nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think some people need to just control what they say a little yeah. bit more. I feel like people get a little bit brave just because, you know, they're hiding behind yeah. a screen, mm-hmm. which is, in a way, it's like really cowardly. Again, that's yeah. why, like, I'm, I don't have, like, the best relationship with social media i really do respect um again coming from that social media marketing world where i saw a lot of the behind the scenes i really respect a lot of what you do because like people forget that there's such thing as creativity burnout you know a lot of time management goes into it a lot of planning goes into it so i feel like some people like don't think about that because they only ever see like you said the perks right and like final product yeah the final product like pr gifts and the traveling and stuff like that's like amazing yeah which is amazing yeah and i don't think that it's fair to to negate all the other stuff that you do behind the scenes just because that's it for five years yeah exactly before that i was blogging right right i loved it Mm -hmm. (laughs) but like i needed to that was something that like i was doing even when i was at uni i had times in uni where like i had made sure i posted a video once a week and Mm -hmm. that was a regular thing like i never but see that takes commitment yeah do you know what i mean so when my friends were out I don't really go out much. Okay, I'm not a party gal. Not, no, not a party gal. <laughs> okay. But even like just hanging out. Yeah. I just have to like take a step back and be like, I'm so sorry, I have to edit a video. And that kind of sucked because I feel like it took away a lot of my uni experience as well. Mm-hmm. But it's fine. That was on me. That's not on anyone. Yeah. But that was like my, I really wanted to grow. I yeah. I really want to see something and I want to make something from scratch. It was yeah. mine. For yourself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right, right, and right. by myself kind of thing. Yeah. And again, because like the whole social media thing is you're freelancing, it's you get the freelancer hustle, you know, as well. Yeah. Like you have to hustle. Yeah. Especially if you're really trying to to make it, right? Like mm-hmm. you can't make it unless you put yourself out there. Yeah. And actually put in uh, the work and like actually have the commitment for it. Yeah. Um, that's why like I really don't think that social media work is for the faint of heart. Yeah. Which is why I, admi- <laughs> I, I, I really do admire so much so much of what you do, just having like thick skin and um yeah, being a student, being a business owner, you know, doing the whole social media thing, not just <laughs> Not just on one platform, but across a few. Like it's not, it's not for everyone, you know. Yeah. So like, I feel like people are quick to quick to judge social media work when they honestly like don't know the half of it. Yeah, that's what I, I, I really hate about that because because <laughs> ever because like I used to think that way. So like I understand because they see a certain a certain image, but that's because you've decided to 
put out that image. Yeah. You control, you control that, yeah. and some people don't don't understand that. I yeah. suppose. I think uh, on YouTube maybe you can mm. show a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. So I love my YouTube channel. I guess with your style because you're vlogging. Yes. Right? Yeah. So I get to show a bit more. Mm. I don't get to show the whole thing. You yeah. can't really do that. It's kind of difficult to do the work and yeah. do vlogging at the same time. Yeah. But sometimes I get to share a bit more, and they're like, mm-hmm. "Wow, you actually have to do a lot." And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're not saying that. Okay, we're not saying that uh, we're comparing influencer like the influencer life to like something like manual labor. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. But yeah. I feel like with every job, it has its its bad sides. Yeah. yeah, its ups and downs. Right. Yeah. So again, like I I really do applaud you for the work that you do and just like juggling so much, but not in that you know jack of all trades, master of none. I feel like you you do your best like across the board, which in itself is so difficult to do. I can like barely juggle like my own daily tasks, like yeah. let alone like a business <laughs> and like studies and like all of this stuff. Like, yeah, I tapo my tangan for you because uh, like it's it's really incredible. So, look. This episode was exceptionally juicy because me and Atisha got to talk about almost everything under the sun. Because of that, you're gonna have to tune into the next episode to find out what our actual top 10 eyeshadow palette picks are. So, catch you guys on the other side. Till then, take care and make sure to tune into part two of this amazing episode. Bye bye now.